I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of a land upon which this podcast is recorded and pay my respects to their elders, past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening here today. Welcome to Arcanum. It is me, your host, Jessica Ann, and today's topic is one that is very much on my heart. And one that I feel regardless of how long you've been in the coaching space, whether or not you're just getting started or whether or not you're scaling to multi six figures and beyond, let's talk about navigating your energy during a launch. Because there's nothing quite like putting your heart's work out into the world to bring up all of your insecurities, all of the places that we love to hide and get some serious intimate time with our shadow, whether we like it or not. So... A little bit around what a launch is if you are just new to the coaching space essentially a launch is a process whereby you are promoting your offering within a scheduled time so say for example you have a program that runs for 12 weeks and you're looking to fill it by april the launch is the process that takes you up to the beginning of the program as well as at the beginning of the program So we're going to talk a little bit around that as well, because managing your energy throughout the launch period, as well as at the start of the program, is really key for building a sustainable business. So if you're listening to this and thinking, Jess, what has this got to do with magic? Of course, when I'm going to be talking about managing your launch energy, I'm going to also be addressing that from an esoteric, energetic perspective, as well as a strategic perspective. So get yourself a nice hot drink, maybe a cup of cacao, maybe tequila is more your style, whatever it may be. Get cozy, strap yourself in, maybe grab a notebook and we're going to share a little bit around managing your energy throughout a launch. So in terms of managing your energy throughout a launch, one of the big things that Simon Sinek has gifted the world is this concept of starting with why. When you are creating a program, I feel that in terms of you managing your energy, it is really important to connect with the why of the work. So for me, when I create a program, I'm generally working from what I've pulled through shamanically working with my business entity. So in that respect, there is the artistic inception from pulling through with what wants to happen. If you didn't catch the episode that I did with Carl Lazic last week, aka the Chocolate Wizard, highly recommend going back and giving that one a listen because we do go a little bit into that philosophy of nowism and the concept of what wants to happen in a little bit more detail in that episode. However, when I'm tuning in, I am aspecting with my business, I'm pulling through on these threads of what wants to happen. So I'll have this artistic inception that occurs from that process. So I am aware of the vision. Then it is also for me in terms of being a sovereign being to measure this vision against my personal values, my personal goals, and also how it is going to serve the community that I am most passionate to serve. Because I've definitely had this experience before when I've pulled through an idea shamanically There has been this process of refinement. As much as these intuitive nudges and these concepts are filtered through through to us esoterically and through the process of, of opening our channel and receiving, there still is a process of discernment because the other thing to understand about receiving this information is that if you think about the fact that we're filtering it through an unconscious lens, the unconscious often speaks to us in metaphor. So developing that relationship with 
what is to be taken literally and what is to be taken metaphorically and also developing a relationship with the energy that you're working with. So when I'm talking to my business entity, if I'm requiring more clarity, I ask for more clarity. If I am invoking other energies to work with, I am creating a conversation and also creating clear parameters around what it is that I'm available for. So obviously I've gone very esoteric right from the beginning. However, if business aspecting is something that you don't do and it's more about that creative artistic inception and that idea of concept, the same filters will still apply. Is this relevant to the people that I'm most passionate about serving? Is this within my domain of genius and what I would be excited to offer? And also, where does this fit on the timeline? Is this program a now thing or is this program a later thing? Because that's the other part of it too. Sometimes we will receive ideas, insights, epiphanies that are intended for us to place into a future timeline. So regardless, let's say for the example of managing your launch energy, the specific idea that you've received is one that you're going to act upon right now. So that artistic conception, you get excited, you get excited about the idea of delivering it, you know your people are going to get excited. Now it's about actually investing the time and finding out for yourself why this is meaningful. And I highly recommend doing it from both sides. So what I mean by doing it from both sides, take the time to figure out what about delivering this program would be meaningful for you as the practitioner, as the coach, as the mentor. What needs are going to be met for you by delivering this program? So this is one thing that I see often plays out for people after they've been in the industry for a while is that they tend to get quite attuned to what makes sense to deliver to their people and they continue to churn out programs that make sense. However, they're not personally being challenged by what it is they're offering anymore. So this is where it can lead to a degree of apathy, almost sometimes resentment, as though we've actually created a job for ourselves as opposed to something that really lights us up, regardless of how much we love our clients. Sometimes if we have outgrown our work, it is really important for us to take a good look at where is the offer coming from? How are we delivering this? And is it integrity or is it in integrity for us to be offering it? So this is a conversation that I've had to have with myself not too long ago because I realized that in terms of my, my own development and what most excites me, the coaching that I am offering in terms of business really isn't suited to beginners. And that was quite challenging because I love to make my work accessible and I want to help as many people as possible to integrate this idea of magic in business and to create a profitable, sustainable business that they love being in. I want that for every single coach out there that has a really authentic, powerful mission on their heart. And I also need to be able to humble myself enough to acknowledge where maybe I'm not the person to be the right person for that person where they are in their journey. Wow, did I say person a hell of a lot of times? Yes, I did. Anyway, so what I mean to say is, depending on where someone is at on their journey, there may be someone that is more appropriate for being able to help them. Because can I help them? Absolutely. Is it going to be something that I am going to be feeling truly alive to be able to offer? Am I going to be showing up in those client sessions feeling as though I am leaning into my own edges and creating a permission field for my client and I to grow together? 
And as I say that, I can almost feel a whole bunch of people have a deep physical retraction to that concept because it almost sounds as though I'm saying to go ahead and teach things that you have yourself yet to experience or to have a level of knowledge and expertise to be able to support your people with. That is far from what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is if your clients are at a level that you are no longer being called into your own greatness when you are serving them, you are going to be complacent. There are going to be people that are so excited to be showing up to deliver what it is that you're teaching your client. If you're not feeling as though it is still something that you're growing into, that you are learning more and more each time you jump on to deliver a session, chances are that maybe you've outgrown it. And this can be a tough pill to swallow because particularly if we feel that our business success hinges on a specific version of us that has a specific domain of offers and a specific audience, it can feel like a bit of a death to even contemplate evolving our offerings. And this isn't to say go burn your audience down that everything that you've worked for is no longer relevant. It is more about being able to future-proof your business so that your offerings grow with you and so does your audience. So that brings me back to that piece around why. So what is your why? How is this going to be calling you into the next level of your growth? How is this going to set you alight and allow you to feel really alive, both marketing the program, but also delivering it? And in that space, I don't know about you, but I've 100% been in presentations, like I think, one of my good friends, Miroslav Petrovic, spoke about this the other week, where he, spoke, where he spoke about the concept of a boring university lecturer. Those people have a high level of expertise. However, the way that they deliver it is often passionless. And it's not a very engaging growth or learning environment for the person that is in that space. So it's really about us having the personal accountability to be able to call ourselves forward when we know it is time for us to move on to the next iteration of what it is that we're doing. So what is your why? Does it meet your goals? Does it meet your values? Are you the person to be delivering it? And then of course, it is the other side. What is it for the client? What is the why? Why would they want to be involved? What is this program going to change for them on an individual level, on an interpersonal level? So getting really clear about what this is contributing, what this is adding to your people is also going to allow you to begin to feel juiced up. And while I have this light bulb moment, coming back to thinking about your own why, also being able to see this program within the timeline of who you are and where it is that you are going. Where does this fit into your soul's mission and your growth on that big picture level as well? So not just what's good for the next six months to make sure that I have enough income, but also how is this feeding into my soul? Which I'm assuming if you're still listening to this podcast, your evolution and your self-realization is probably one of your values anyway, which brings back to that values conversation. However, I really did feel to make that as a specific point because we're also wanting to be looking at this from the perspective of your client. How is this helping them on their path of self-realization? So those are two things that I'd really be looking at right at the get-go. And of course, the next dimension of that is the transpersonal level. What is this adding to the collective? What is this creating in terms of the ripple effects that are going to be felt throughout the community, throughout the lives that your clients are going to go on and touch? As well as what is this contributing to the industry? 
this is sounding kind of intimidating. It is absolutely just meant to be a permission piece. Do as much or as little of this as you like. However, the more firmly you are connected to your purpose, it's going to be allowing you to tap back into this energy when you are several weeks deep and blue in the face from talking about the exact same thing for you to actually understand the big picture why and all of the multiple dimensions and people that are going to be supported by you continuing to be an advocate for your work. So now that we've got why out of the way, my next invitation is for you to get clear on how you are going to be supporting yourself energetically. What I mean by this is how are you going to maintain your routine of self-care and personal check-ins and accountability throughout this process? I, for one, believe that ritual is a non-negotiable in business day-to-day -day anyway. However, during a launch period where we're more likely to be feeling more vulnerable because we are putting our soul's work out to the world to receive critique, feed feedback, rejection, no's, yeses, all of the roller coasters of emotions that go with being exposed. It's really important that you have an anchor point to come back to yourself. So what processes do you find the most useful to connect back with, with your energy and with yourself? If you are someone that is magically minded, chances are that you do have set rituals that support you to connect back to your own energy. However, if you are still learning this work, if you're still integrating more magic, one of the biggest things that I would suggest is a basic journal practice as well as some form of physical self-connection. It can be super easy to dissociate during high intensity periods. The next piece that I'm going to recommend is having very clean boundaries about when you are on and when you are off and scheduling your breaks. If you are someone that struggles to take holidays in your business, one of my biggest recommendations is really starting to look at when you're going to be taking rest around your launch. How long has it been before you've started launching since you took a week off? How long after you've finished the launch are you going to take some time off? Even if you love what you do, as I mentioned before, these launch periods are time of intensity. It is important for us to allow our nervous system to calibrate back to a more healthful baseline in order for us to serve at our best and for us to continue to enjoy what it is that we do. And aside from our spiritual rituals, it's also about our self-care rituals. Making sure that we're still prioritizing things like exercise, making sure we're still prioritizing time with friends and family. So even though during these periods where our attention is hyper-focused, it is important that we don't become one-dimensional. And I say this from experience because I've definitely had those periods in my life where I become so univisioned, if that's even a word, one outcome focused that I actually would get really nervous coming into a launch period because I'm like, by God, I really can't stand launching because all I do is stay in front of my computer and work all day and I'm working ridiculously long hours. And ultimately it sucked the joy out of the process. And in terms of magnetism, if you are trained to your desk, it's not exactly a vibrational resonance of fulfillment and freedom that most programs in the coaching space at some level desire to support people with. So just to recap, so far we have connecting with your why, the client's why, and the why for the collective. We have routines and rituals for personal grounding and accountability. We have self-care practices in terms of maintaining your connection to things outside of your business. 
as well, of course, as taking time off, which I'd also kind of put into this self-care bracket. The next piece is having a plan. I used to be a big fan of throwing spaghetti at the wall and just seeing what works, and I certainly do think that there is a time and a place for that. However, having a plan going into a launch and an overall concept of the phases of implement, implementation, implementation as you go through the process can be really powerful for helping you to calibrate your nervous system and manage your energy. It becomes a simple process of following the steps rather than having to be in reactivity and figuring out what it is that you're going to do next if something is or isn't working. And my next point is one that I'm really starting to lean into more and more myself is have fun with it. If something is becoming really tedious, I really feel that it is an invitation for us to look at the methods that we're using because absolutely there are going to be things that we get to show up for in our business that aren't going to feel as great as others, particularly if they aren't in our zone of genius. However, what we're really wanting to look at is how much of the time am I having to spend in spaces that drain me? And if there is absolutely no way for me to outsource or dump these things off my list, is the system that I'm using or the way that I'm approaching this the best in terms of me being able to sustain this as a practice moving forward in my business? Because the further I go down this entrepreneurial journey, the amount of things that I thought are just the way that they are, this is the way that it is done, that there is no other way, the amount of times I have been challenged on that and given insights from other people continues to blow my mind. So chances are, if you are finding something is sucking the joy out of it, maybe it is a perspective adjustment or it really is getting support to recreate the system in a way that works better for you. So... With all that being said, team, I'm going to leave this here. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot me through a DM on Instagram, the Jessica Ann, with any thoughts or pieces that downloaded for you listening to this audio and also any questions. If there is enough interest here in terms of me expanding on this more, I am definitely open to doing a second episode on it. Maybe even going into a little bit more around those ritual practices and the things that I personally have used to support myself throughout the launch period. However, I am sensitive to the fact we are approaching 20 minutes of me talking pretty much nonstop. So with that being said, we will be back with another episode of Arcanum next week with the amazing Dom Deming, who is a fantastic embodiment coach. So I'll be joined by her next week. And in the meantime, if you are yet to check out my business archetype quiz, highly recommend this in terms of what we've been talking about today with managing your energy during launch. Once you understand your predominant business archetype and the current expression that that is taking on, launching becomes a lot more easy. You can jump through via the link in the show notes. It is a simple 10 question quiz. Yes, there has been an extra question added because I'm always in the process of refinement and improvement. So that quiz is now available for free. Results are delivered instantly to your inbox. And to avoid forgetting, I highly recommend taking your phone out right now, if it's safe to do so, and clicking on the link in the show notes to take that quiz. And in the off chance that you have already taken this quiz and are still listening, I did promise in episode one that I would be experimenting with my sign-off. So as promised, good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.